Welcome to the Money BS Podcast, where I'm on a mission to get rid of the unhelpful thoughts we've been taught about money. I'm your host, Master Certified Mindset Coach Belinda Smith. I help my clients make their first dollar and their first million dollars. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Hey, beautifuls. How is your week? I hope that it is um, going amazingly well. I I think we just had a quick discussion about this where I had gotten a cold. I mean, for real, this is only the 17th episode of the podcast. And I believe that I had to postpone because I had a cold. And guess what? I have yet another. I'm so deeply proud. I did get my nose swabbed and I have actually just brought back the retro cold. I'm kind of wondering if this doesn't have to do with my recent trip to Las Vegas in the last podcast where I was talking about it. You know, maybe, maybe the Vegas gods are just getting me. What do you think? Uh, anyway, it's all good. All good on the mend, all the, you know, herbal and natural remedies. And then just, you know, a whole lot of blow in your nose. Let's just put it where it is. Also, I want to warn you, the dogs are off the hook today. So my pug Bernice is trying to hustle me for treats. I'm watching my friend David's dog. It's Lily, and she is beautiful and gorgeous. And the other ones just just have a lot to say. So if they chime in periodically, you know my my motto, one pass, no edits, and we shall go on, okay? Oh, yeah, I think that's Webster making a good noise. Okay, today I want to talk about how I became a self-employed individual. I get this question a lot, and it's... I just thought this would be a really good place to just sort of lay it out so that if you are interested in starting your own business or uh, becoming self-employed, if you are not, or even growing your business, if you are, I can kind of give you some insight into where I've been and what I've done. Um, So first off, when I got out of college, I started working for the federal government um, that I stayed there for 18 years uh, to the day, actually. And uh, it had slowly become, uh, they were terrific to work with me, just absolutely terrific. But I was a songwriter, and so I ended up moving to Nashville uh, through the job. And, you know, we just got, I got down to where I was only working three days a week, and my songwriting was going really well. But I will tell you that my experience there with the federal government was so um, stressful you know, when I looked around everyone um, in my unit that I was working with, I saw um, very depressed people. Now, listen, I like these people, so I'm not trying to throw off on anybody. Just the very, very depressed. Everyone was on um, depression medication, blood pressure medication. Um, there are very few, if any, that I'm trying to remember who were just like delightfully happy you know, when we were there. And I thought, you know, this just isn't, there's got to be something more. There absolutely has to be something more. And even though I was down to three days a week, you would think, Belinda, I can do anything for 24 hours a week. The truth is, uh, I don't believe that (laughs) if you're really miserable. I mean, I guess you could, but I wasn't willing when I started adding up like how much life I had in front of me versus how much I had behind me. There was absolutely no way I was going to keep going. So I quit on the 18th anniversary. And this is, this was planned. So I don't want to tell you like, just get out, just walk in tomorrow and quit your job. Like that is not 
that is not at all fiscally responsible, and I am not an advocate for that particular thing. But I knew that I was miserable. I knew that I was having very big uh, thoughts and, and discussions in my brain and sadness over there having to be something more uh, for me. Again, there's not necessarily that that is someone's job and, and it's respectful and it's awesome. And we need people in those positions. I just really didn't believe it was me. So I had shared with my friend Amanda, and she knew what was going on. And I was doing all my calculations and trying to figure out exactly how I could quit responsibly, you know, have money, be able to pay my mortgage and do all of that. And through all of this, uh, she was such an advocate and of, of my happiness. And I do like shout out, Amanda, you were fantastic. And I still don't deserve you as a friend. Um, but then I had a, took a trip to Asheville, North Carolina and called up a really, you know, an old friend I hadn't seen in years. And I was like, hey, let's just go to lunch. I haven't seen what you're doing. It was a friend in the music business. Look, I just know what, what, what are you doing? And so we actually went to lunch and he was telling me about his wife that I hadn't met this, this woman and how, like, what she used, she used to also be a musician and how she had sort of, he's like, I don't know what she exactly does, but she started with doing vision boards and now it's turned into this thing and people from all over the world come and give her money. And I got tickled. I was like, okay, that sounds kind of awesome. <laughs> so what I ended up doing on unbeknownst to him, I Googled, you know, found out what it was and I applied for this mastermind. Never once reached out and said, Hey, your husband's an old friend or anything. I just, just went for it. And just painstakingly filled out that application and you know, practically begged to be let in. And it was a year-long mastermind. I think we met four times. I don't know. We may have met five, however many. And and we and like I had very little contact with her, with the leader of it, but the people that I met were so extraordinary. What I will tell you, on the other hand, is that I joined this mastermind and it was a, for me a very large investment <clears throat> and I will say worth every dollar. But on the other hand, I had really kind of no business being in it. When I got into the mastermind, I really didn't have a business. The only thing that I did was write songs and that's sort of a business, but I have a publisher and so it's kind of a, a partnership and they do the stuff that I don't know how to do and I do the stuff they don't know how to do and we just sort of work together. So we got into this mastermind thing and I remember sitting at a table once and it may have been the first week and um, Chris, it's Christine Kane. And so Christine was on stage and she started talking about a VA. Okay, she's talking about this VA and I'm like, obviously, because I come from a government background, I thought she was saying the Veterans Administration. And so she kept talking about, you know, when it's time for you to hire a VA and your VA can do this or you, you know, that's what VAs are for. And I was like, this woman is totally obsessed with the Veterans Administration. And I'm happy to hire a veteran. I mean, I think that's amazing. But I just had no idea that I was going to be so overwhelmed with um, you know, veterans' rights to work, although I'm all for that. Don't get me wrong. I was just stunned that we kept talking about that. And finally, I looked at this woman next to me, and I was like, is she talking about the Veterans Administration? 
And the lady, I can't even remember who it was, but she was so cracked up. She's like, um, that's a virtual assistant. I was like, oh, okay. So then for the rest of that particular day, I thought a virtual assistant was like, like a, like something you downloaded and there was this, you know, virtual assistant that you could assign tasks to and maybe it would do it. And so I'm thinking, oh my gosh, there's no way I could afford a program like that. Like y'all, <coughs> excuse me, this is how much I was not ready for a business mastermind. Okay, ends up, I start figuring it out and I start making lifelong friends. And one of the things, the whole point of the business mastermind was um, to sort of have a business. Okay, I I didn't have business except writing songs. And so I decided that I was going to start mentoring songwriters. I didn't know anybody who was doing it the way I wanted to do it. And I really just wanted to work one-on-one with songwriters and help them learn, you know, the craft and sort of like the basics and that there are little little ticks, tips and tricks that you know, my publisher taught me when I first moved to Nashville, but, you know, I'm, I have a third, I think I'm on my third publisher now. And, you know, the kind of publisher that my first one was is not at all like the one we have now. My first publisher, Niles Borup, taught, taught you. He was a teacher and he tried to explain things. Whereas now, you know, we don't really do that. There's, that's not really open. So I was like, I would like to find songwriters and do for them what my publisher did for me. So, y'all, most terrifying thing in the world. I decided I was going to do songwriting prompts. So every day for, I was going to do every five days a week for six weeks, my, the people who took my class we're going to get a prompt every single day. Now, I may have done an actual said, you know, write write this whole song. I may have said, find a title from this. Um, you know, I was very adamant that they set aside fifteen minutes a day to write. I'm kind of explaining to people how I did it with a full time job. And so, okay, y'all, six weeks for six weeks, I did this, and the way I did it was I wrote. A day ahead. So basically, um, they kind of some people call it build a plane as you fly it. I'm not exactly hurt, sure that that's very safe. But um, so that's kind of what I started to do. I was like, hey, this is what I think you need this week. So I would write it and then the next week and so on. But the scariest part was I actually had to tell people about the offer. I was terrified to tell people that I was going to do this. I wanted to see what it would be like. But you know what, you got to tell people. So what was the price going to be? Princess Belinda decided on $97 for six weeks. And uh, I think, I don't remember, I think they got a call with me. I I just don't, I don't remember. Um, $97. Now let me just tell you what, based on the amount of work I did, there is no possible way that I would ever do that kind of program again. And I can tell you that I did start giving it away for free once once things sort of elevated. I was like, here, everyone just sign up for it. It's really cool. And it was, I'm not going to lie. But uh, the first people that I thought, you know, is anyone even going to sign up for this? And what I did, I was so afraid to tell anyone that I was going to charge to do this. I didn't want any of my co-writers to know. I didn't want any of, I know any of them were going to think about me. Um, I finally told a few people and I think I ended up with 14 people doing it. I believe it was 14 people. Maybe, I don't know this. Y'all, it's been so long ago. 
and I hid it from my friends forever. Forever. So this is how I started on my um, journey to coaching. Can you even imagine? It started, and I, I didn't have a website. I didn't have anything. I, I had a flyer, and I handed my flyer out to, I was teaching at a conference in St. Louis of, of songwriters, and I started handing out my flyer, telling people about it terrified. So when people actually signed up, you know, then I did the, the traditional um, sort of, you know, hyperventilation and, 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 you know, stomach upset. But that's where it began. And then I started, um, then I went into actual one-on-one mentoring. And I was like, look, we'll work together. I'll give you a, a prompt a week. We work on one song and we'll have 30 minutes each week to kind of go over it. And that's where I went next. As that grew, what happened is my clients kept getting like unbelievable results. Like I wish that I would have had someone when I even before I had a publisher to to help me like this. Um, they started like they were writing songs. We learned how to pitch songs, which pitching means sending them to artists. Um, we learned they started learning how to market themselves and what to be known for as a person, you know, as a writer, um, how to keep keep their name, you know, sort of, oh, you're the one who does that, you know, oh, you're the funny one, oh, you're the one who sends um, cards or, or different things like that. My clients started getting um, hitting the charts, their songs were getting cut, and then they were charting. Um, I had this client signing publishing deals writing musicals. It was insanity, but it was them. I mean, ultimately I'm telling them I'm not co-writing with them. I'm explaining. And what I did is I started this whole business, just knowing what I could do. I was so confident in my ability to help people that I knew I could do it. And I also knew that it wasn't fair for me and my time and all the years I'd put into it to just give this out for free. And I also thought if they didn't have some money in the game, then they weren't going to do it, take it seriously. And my time is valuable. Actually, theirs is too. So it was kind of like, okay, like I said with my publisher a little bit ago, it's a partnership. And so we were going to have a partnership as well. Okay. So then people, so then, you know, it gets out. This is what Belinda's doing. You know, oh dear, no one's quite doing it like I am. And things stay quiet for a little while. And then, you know, my friends, you know, started going, how did you, you know, how did you do this? What's happened? What What's going on? And, and I started telling people how I did it. Like, oh, this is what I did. You know, I started with the flyer and then it just kept going. And once that started happening, you know, mind you, I'm just getting out of this um, business mastermind. Okay. Just getting out of that. So now I have a pretty good idea of the kind of business that I'm running. I, I, I know, I know what a virtual assistant is. It's actually a human, <coughs> excuse me, it's a human and you hire them. And the only reason they're virtual is because like, they're not in an office with you. you like my first virtual assistant was, uh, lived in Florida. She was amazing. And now my, my, um, online business manager, uh, lives in Portugal. So yes, we're definitely virtual. After that, kind of realizing that being in songwriting and getting through the mental gunk and all the personal stuff that you bring to songwriting, I had learned about life coaching. I had been coached by someone 
And I decided, because it's me, it's me, I can't just hire one. I got to know how they're doing it. So I got, I, I joined the life coach school and got a life coach, my certification. Um, and kind of, it, it just grew from there. Like I started making offers. I felt like I wanted to coach people one-on-one and, the, and I was making offers in terms of life coaching. Um, certainly all the gunk that I understood, you know, I understood having uh, body image problems. I understood, um, being a disabled person in an, in an enabled society. I understood the things that, um, the things that come with being a female and ex- and societal expectations of that. And so I started once again talking about what I knew. Okay. So the, at the beginning I was talking about songs. Then I started talking about, um, how I built that business. And then as a life coach, I started talking about all the topics that started coming up with my songwriting mentories and all the things that I knew about. Okay. This is all understand. All of this is me talking about what I know and what I understand and like getting certifications and continuing to study, continuing to read all of those things are, um, are part of the evolution of what we become. Okay. So now, um, I start making offers because what I want to do is I've been in this business mastermind and Christine Kane is my very first mentor as far as, you know, she is, but I had personally, I had no business in that mastermind on the flip side. I'm glad I was in it. I have no regrets. I've got so much out of it, but I decided that I wanted to start with one-on-one coaching, which kind of circles back to when I was doing the songwriting one-on-one. So I only wanted to do one-on-one because I felt like in my personal experience, if I would have had one-on-one coaching and then moved into group, I would have been so much more equipped. So, you know, rather than having a hundred people give me their opinion on what they think I should do, if I would have had one coach that who would have, you know, who would have empowered me to go, Hey, here's what you want to do. Um, let's let's talk it through and figure out which one feels best for you. Like that would have been better for me. Hence, I started one-on-one coaching. Oh my gosh, that is exactly how it came. I've got a life coach certification. I have a certificate certification in the Bear Method, which is um, body image uh, positivity. I have a master life certificate, master life coach certification, and so and and still, you know, I love I love what I do, and I have not not loved it. There's your, um, your double negative for all the grammar people. I have continued to love everything I've done all the way through. This is, this is, this lights me up so much. So that's how it happened. And now ladies and gentlemen, dun, 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 I still believe that someone, people should start with one-on-one coaching a hundred percent. That is not, um, negotiable for me at this point. See, see the dogs are chiming in. And after all of this time of life coaching, you know, my rates have gone up and up the more experience, you know, when my, my clients um, come in with, you know, going from $150,000 uh, income to $485,000 income in six months, then yeah, okay, we're hitting something when they create a, a $73,000 contract for them, a contract a relationship for six months out of from nothing. Yeah. You know, I'm getting some, I've got some stuff under my belt, you know, um, when one of my clients makes $1.4 million in sales in a week. Yeah. I'm not the same coach I was when I started out. So my rates have risen 
um, based on what I've learned and what I've experienced and what I can now give to my community and to my people. With that being said, and you can see now this is this is a trajectory. I believe it was been this has been since 2014, maybe earlier, but it's around then 2013, 2014. And you can see how it's all happening organically. It's just like, oh, this should be next. Here's the next logical step. Here's the next logical step. Here's the next logical step. And so now the next logical step is that I'm going to add in January. Very excited to announce um, my unhooked elite mastermind. So I am not, I'm sort of, it's sort of full circle, except it's not going to be anything like Christine's. Um, but I'm doing a very small group of women who uh, I'm hoping, um, I'm, I'm not wanting more than 10, uh, 10 people because I really need us to be a group, a community to move forward. But each one of these people, uh, who who are going to who will be applying? Uh, I will need to know if they've had one on one coaching because I again do not think that this is my belief. I'm not saying it's right for everyone, but this is how I am. Um, before we go into a mastermind, um, we really need a good foundation to understand and sort of be able to, you know, to sort of you know just get through that, get through the gunk. And so I need to know where we are. But so do you? I, I want you to to hear this as how. I started with what I knew. I grew into what I had learned. I grew further into what I had learned. And I'm growing f- again, once again, growing into what I learned. So if you have thought about whether you're working and you want to do something on the side, whether you uh, are just wanting to just start something, self, be self-employed, it's 100% possible. I'm your example. And my advice to you is start with what you know. For me, it happened to be songs. For some people, it's fitness. For some people, um, they can organize the crap out of a room you know, or the crap out of a house. For some people, it's design. Um, I, there are coaches for wreath making. I had no idea. Um, but I deeply believe that we evolve as people and there is room in our businesses for all of our evolutions. And so sometimes you'll hear people say, oh, you, sh- you should you know, pick one thing and stick with it. Pick one thing and stick with it. Um, I did until it was time to move on. And I will stand by that. Pick one thing and stick with it. But make sure that when you're choosing that, that you choose something that you know, (laughs) okay? Choose something that you know. I would definitely be the last person who would need to pick anything about um, fitness. (laughs) Nope, I have a coach for that. Um, But, you know, do what you know, do what you like, and and then start making offers. Whether you don't have to have a website, you can do it on a flyer. Just tell people, tell people about it. Set a price, start something and go, Okay. That was a really good, really um, just straight out. There you have it, wasn't it? I didn't crack a lot of jokes. Here's the thing. If I crack a joke, I'm going to start coughing and y'all are going to get mad. So, okay. Hey, if you're interested in um, the Unhooked Elite Mastermind, definitely. We haven't even announced it yet. We've got um, really, but DM me on uh, Instagram and I will be happy to tell you what, what, what we're looking at. It's kind of sketched out. You can know what it is. You can be the first person or persons to uh, 
to apply. That would be, I mean, hey, I'm all about first come, first served, right? Okay, have a lovely, lovely week. I will talk to you next time. And um, again, time is finite, and I'm so grateful that you chose to spend time with me. All right, bye, beautifuls. Hey, thank you so much for joining me on the Money BS podcast. I am so grateful. I hope that if you're enjoying it, you'll go to Apple and leave me a five-star review. It helps so much in getting the word out. Also, please share with your friends, anyone that you think would enjoy this. I would be so grateful. Don't forget, too, that I've created just for you, the podcast listeners, a one-off session, an hour with me for $199. We can deep dive into what's going on with you. We can check your mindset and give you a reboot. Thanks again so much for joining me. I know that time is finite, and I'm grateful for any of yours. Remember, it's never about the money. It's about the mindset. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.